Alrighty, coming to you guys from where are we? Somerset now? Somerset, New Richmond. Somerset, New Richmond. Uh, this is Filmology. I am one of the co-hosts of the show, Johnny G. And let's go around the table here, starting with you, Nick. And my name is Nick Weninger in the Average Man Review. My name is Tyler Ruza, and yeah. I'm Andy Tiedemann. I don't have anything special. <laughs> I'm Megan Hampson, and I don't either. We should probably work on that for next time. All right, guys. Uh, and for today's show, we are going to be taking a look at a couple films, taking a look at the latest film from Studio A24, Green Room, taking a look at some films that have come out in the past couple of weeks, The Huntsman, and Everybody Wants Some, the new Richard Linklater movie. Uh, let's start out with some news Did first. it take 12 years to film? <laughs> Did it take 12 years to film? No. Well, maybe. Maybe they filmed it back in the 80s and you've just seen it now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, let's start, though, uh, before we get going into everything with some news stories. I'll actually just start out with my f- news story first, and I apologize if I take anybody's. Um, my news story is going to be Hulu might be providing live streams of broadcast and cable channels. Which Ooh, I think that uh, was mine. That was yours. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you have a backup one? I do have some back. No. Okay. I think that's a really interesting thing to do. I think that it's going to up the game of Hulu. Hopefully, it doesn't up the price because if it does, I'm not sure. With them losing the Criterion Collection coming up here shortly, we'll see how that goes. But I mean, it's going to include Fox, uh, ABC, NBC. So some great shows. Hopefully, it works out for them in the long run. I, I'm a person who doesn't have cable. I just do Hulu, so I'm all for it at the end of the day, I guess. Well, you know, since Comcast is the devil and they own everything around here, you know, that might be able to drive their prices down if we're lucky, but if we're not, you know, we're in the same boat we were in before. Yeah, no, I'm all for that. Comcast blows. Don't you have to sell Comcast? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nick, what's your news story? My news story is one that we never got to talk to in previous weeks. When they announced that they were going to make a new Indiana Jones movie starring Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg, uh, I was Stop, well, Steven Spielberg? You know what I meant. Yeah. Um, Clearly, he's... Yeah. Do the, does the audience know what you meant? They though? know what we mean. Okay. Um, do. And I was both really excited about that, because obviously it's Indiana Jones, but it, does it come to a point when there's just enough's enough? I mean, what, Harrison Ford is... Well, he has to be over 70. Like I don't have the exact age. Yeah, 73 sounds about good. And what is he going to be... Like, is he going to be in a retirement home fighting Nazis? Or, like, what's, what's up? Up. I don't. I don't know. I think enough's enough. Uh, I mean, I love Indiana Jones, but there's a time to like either reboot the series or just like lay the series to rest. This That's is just gonna, my opinion. This is going to be a new generation of Indiana Jones movies where he's an actual archaeologist, <laughs> and he just he just does book research and writes papers. <laughs> you know, you you do realize that Harrison Ford just crashed his plane like last year. And he was fine, so like he's still you know doing more than the rest of us are. He also delayed filming for Star Wars because he sprained his ankle going down the stairs. So yep. <laughs> so he's hypocritical. He loves his airplanes. So he loves Indiana Jones. I mean, he's going to fly all over the place. But for Star Wars, big whoop. I mean, he's never coming back. He got the paycheck. He's done. Unless yeah. he's still alive. Spoilers, John. <laughs> Spoilers for one of the biggest movies of all time that everybody has probably seen. Especially the people that are listening to us. We're going to get comments, and they're all going to yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome your comments to filmology show at gmail.com. I will respond with the equal hate that you send me. You know, just to add a Nick's, I really hope like they make one good Indiana Jones to close it out, because I think everyone still has a bad taste in their mouth after the fourth one. Even the fourth one's done enough. Movie. It wasn't that bad until they introduced aliens. Shia LaBeouf was amazing. He, he wasn't is. bad. He wasn't <laughs> bad. I enjoyed him. What do you got, Tyler? All right. Uh, so for my news story, it's not really news. It's more of a rumor, but there is a rumor that James Wan is going to be dropping out of the Aquaman movie amidst the whole controversy that is Batman versus Superman not doing well. So, you know, r- right now, like, they're By really not trying. doing well. He means garbage. <laughs> <laughs> not not total garbage. Like I wouldn't throw this out necessarily, but it's close. <laughs> it's not poop. Uh, j- j- actually, uh, just uh, jump on that right now. Uh, James Wan released a tweet earlier today, I believe, or late last night, with him standing in front of an Aquaman mural. So he's full speed ahead with this movie. I mean, he may not be happy with it, but at least publicly, he's saying I'm all for this movie. I guess I didn't. I was not aware of that tweet, but I feel like. 
the rumor itself, I'm sure, has some credence to it. Well, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that are going to want to start pulling out of the whole Justice League universe if it doesn't actually succeed financially. He does get to work with Jason Momoa, which is cool. Which, has he ever done anything good? I mean, he called uh, Drago. Okay, yeah, okay, so no, he hasn't. Um, I mean, just jumping <sighs> on that with Bite your tongue, sir. Just jumping on that, Tyler, with you. I mean, one of my other stories was The, the Flash lost its director because of creative differences. Oh, so, I, I saw that too. But. Like, this whole Justice League phenomenon that Warner Brothers is having is just failing miserably. I mean, the movie made a lot of money. There was just an article out in the new, uh, Hollywood Reporter today about how this movie is not a failure, but it didn't make the billion dollars that Warner Brothers bet on the movie. I mean, overseas it can do well because I feel like overseas markets, especially China, aren't as picky about the content of their superhero movies. And with subtitles, I'm sure it's not quite as bad. They still won't know what's going on. Nobody knows what was going on in that, so <laughs> they're not missing anything. They'll go see it, but I feel like they'll hate it just as much as us. I guess I'm just not tapped into the Chinese film critic, film critics union, whatever that might I know be. everyone in China. Everyone? <laughs> All, of, All them? of them. Andy, do you have a news story? Or are you... You I, took I, mine. I took yours. All right, Megan, what's your news story? Mine is that there is officially a director for Space Jam 2, which sounds oh. really god-awful because it's LeBron James and you're Wait. ruining my childhood, but... They're making a Space Jam 2? They are making a Space Jam 2. With LeBron. With LeBron instead of Michael, and then Justin Lin is going to be the director, and he did the Fast and Furious 7, maybe 6 too, but at least 7. I could get And I didn't hate that either, so I'm actually kind of excited for oh. that. The so. writer of the film was also just announced, and I'm looking at that really quick. Question, though. Do they still have the original voice cast for all the Looney Tunes characters for this, or have they just been kind of... Most like, of them are probably dead by this Well, I mean, not original, but like the same they used in Space Jam. Like, I'm not sure how old I don't think so. I know they the changed Daffy Duck for the new series on... Um, <laughs> are you going for a Daffy Duck voice? Uh, no. Um, my gum got stuck on my tooth. Um, I, I know they got a new voice actor for Daffy Duck on the new animated show on Cartoon Network, but I would assume they'd have him do it. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about any of the other cast. I just know it's Space Jam 2. LeBron James uh, okay. and Justin Lin. So. To go off of that, would you rather have 2D animation or 3D animation? Because I feel like I'd be 2D. upset if it was 2D. 3D animation. Oh, 2D. Well, it's fun. See, it's be 3D. I thought I was going to be really upset about like the 3D animation in Peanuts, and that actually, I would, it looked really good. But, it, you know, it's not the, what we grew up with with the flat 2D animation. So, yeah, it'd be nice to have it in 2D. But if it's in 3D, all right, fine, if they can make it look good. Uh, I feel like if they're doing Space Jam, though, they're going to go for as much nostalgia as possible. And yeah, I thought that with Peanuts and they didn't. So. Oh, no, Peanuts was... Uh, <laughs> Touche. <laughs> okay. Um, the, peanuts the, gets like everybody. <laughs> they didn't care. The writer of uh, Space Jam 2 was going to be Andrew Dodge, who wrote uh, Bad Words, directed by uh, Jason Bateman. Ooh. It's a very good movie. So. I like that. Uh, that could be uh, rather promising. I think that's going to be it for your news for the show. Uh, we are going to move on to a review. Uh, Megan and I are going to do two reviews coming up right here of The Huntsman, Winter's War, and Everybody Wants Some. So here is the trailer for The Huntsman, Winter's War. Snow White's tale you're looking for. Discover the story that came before. Mirror, mirror. On the wall, who is the fairest of them all? You are my queen, but not for long. Your sister holds a baby who will grow to be more beautiful than you. But beware, should any harm come to the child, your sister will unleash a power unlike anything the world has ever known. <laughs> of ice around her heart. If she could not raise a child, she would raise an army. You will train. You will become my huntsman. Nice shot. I thought I made you strong. Eric and fellow warrior Sarah, raised as members of Ice Queen Freya's army, 
try to conceal their forbidden love as they fight to survive the wicked intentions of both Freya and her sister, Ravina. So that was the plot synopsis and the trailer for Huntsman Winter's War, the prequel slash sequel to the 2012 film Snow White and the Huntsman. I think this film is a giant mess uh, to begin with. I don't think that... The film in general needed to be made. I think the film was over-directed. It's done by a first-time director whose name here is Cedric Nicholas Troyan. 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 He was a visual effects artist for the first film, and since the films are mostly visually based, they decided to give him the title role of director. I, I don't have much to say. I mean, Chris Hemsworth's accent was off and on the whole movie. His acting wasn't that grand to begin with. His acting's never really that grand, to be completely honest. Well, like, he's br- more of... He's a, he's a visual, attractive presence with some muscle shots and a little tiny bit of comedic moments. R- rush? Like, I, th- I thought he was great in that film. Okay, 98% of the time, he doesn't really have much to contribute. Just, just kind of rush and he's fun as Thor. But Fun does not always mean good. His accent there is his natural accent. He doesn't have to try. I just thought that that was a complete mess. I think that Jessica Chastain, who's an actress who I normally Worthless. love, and then you have uh, Charlie's Throne, who Ugh. just came off of Mad Max. Fantastic there. Emily Blunt, who I normally, once again, adore. Mm-hmm. Bad in this movie. Like, nobody Everything gave, in this nobody movie. Nobody gave a good performance. The movie is almost two hours long, but I thought we were in there for the whole day. Like, I, 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 the pacing of the movie, just the way that everything's edited, it's edited just as bad as a Michael Bay movie. You can't have a shot that's on screen for more than five seconds. It's constantly moving. It's just, like, you, you heard the trailer. They were going over the origin story, basically, of the whole movie. That trailer was the whole movie. It tells you the whole prologue to the movie. And the, with this movie being a prequel, there's a prologue to the prologue, which is disgusting. Just make a whole other movie at that point if you want to go down that route. The moment that it changes over to the sequel part, it's like, what are you guys trying to do? It's it's a mess. I have no more thoughts on this. Due to our rating system, I have to give it a let it burn. I don't think this movie should have existed. I think that this was nothing but a cash grab by whatever company made this movie. I think it was just a cash grab and I can't call them out on it. I'm glad that it failed at the box office. Megan, what would you give it for a rating? It's very rare that I'll give this as a rating, and this is my first one for this year, but I will also give it a let it burn. It was a completely unnecessary waste of money and time and effort on people's parts. Like, there there is actual talent in the movie. You just don't, like, see it in this film. All right, we're going to just take a look here at the trailer for Everybody Wants Some, and we'll come back at the end of that trailer with our review of Everybody Wants Some. Say high school, man. You're at a new level here. You have not earned teammate status yet. Who the hell are you? Oh, uh, Jake Bradford. And until you do, you're nobody. Excuse me. Yeah? Yeah. Bye. Bye. I'd like to introduce you to the new guys. Two rules. No booze in this house. Number two, no girls upstairs in those bedrooms. I'm seriously worried about these new guys. A group of college baseball players navigate their way through the freedoms and responsibilities of unsupervised adulthood. That is the uh, little one-sentence logline for Everybody Wants Some, with two exclamation marks at the end. Uh, The new film directed by Richard Linklater. Megan, I think you and I are both Richard Linklater fans. I know at times used more than I. I know that you actually really loved Dazed and Confused, which this is the spiritual sequel to. I'm very lukewarm in that film. Don't really have much of an impression on it, I guess. I also grew up watching it. Like, it came out in, what, 1999, 1998? Right when I was, you know, able to pick out my own movies at the video store. So it's something that I've been watching for the last 15 to 20 years almost. And I grew, I mean, yeah, it grew with me and I've always enjoyed watching it. 1993 is really? Yeah, the movie, the movie, Dazed and Confused, 1993. He did uh, his really weird film, Slacker, Dazed and Confused, Before Sunrise. And then after that, he kind of had some, I feel, bombs from really bad movies until School of Rock, which was then 2003. 
Okay, well, point being, I've been watching it for almost 20 years, not quite the full 20, because 1993, I was still really little. I wasn't picking out my own things, and I was definitely wa- not watching Dazed and Confused. I definitely love that film, and it's I think it's a great representation of teenage life, high school life in the 70s. I'm sure it's exaggerated from what was really happening, but it has such a great grasp on click dynamics and personal interactions and it's just for following a couple of people for an entire couple of days it just it feels like such a tight film I just absolutely adore it and I feel that we get the same thing with everybody wants some we've got a group of collegiate baseball players the day to the weekend before school starts and we watch them through the full three-day weekend, through meeting the new kids, the new kids being, you know, just kind of out of their element because they're freshmen in college. They haven't lived on their own before. They don't know what they're doing. We see, you know, young love again. We see male friendships, which is huge because we don't get usually really good representations of that besides... Superhero movies. Well, we get the superhero <laughs> movies, but I was going to say the, like, the Seth Rogen films. Oh, okay. I did that. You get, like, the, those the stone, male... The stoner comedies. Yeah, you don't get a whole lot of the just regular guy, which is ridiculous that I'm not saying that Seth Rogen's a regular guy, but... I don't know. I, there's it's a different it's a different group of interactions here. I I really loved it. I adored this film. I think this film was made for me. I think I should have lived in the 1980s based on. <laughs> so so you've you've changed your mind. You're gonna live in. You're you're supposed to have lived in the 80s now, not the 50s. Look, I let's look at the, all the great movies that came out in the 1980s. Let's look at all the great music that I listened to from the 1980s. <laughs> I don't know if you would call hair bands great music. Look at my hair. Look at my hair. I, I That's could, I, not I could, the I same. I could join them. I could join no, them. No, you couldn't. I could join them. You okay. don't believe in hairspray in a comb. <laughs> so, that's true. I don't. You belong in the 70s with the hippies. Okay, I belong in the 70s. <laughs> I apparently... But I loved this film. I love the music. I love the acting. My only complaint, and it's not its not even a complaint of the movie, was that it ended. I could have watched <laughs> this movie either on repeat throughout the rest of that day. Or, no, I would have just kept watching what was happening. I totally would have watched their entire school year no problem like that's how much you enjoy in the movie mm-hmm. like and most of this is done with either un, for the most part unknown actors yep. or actors who have just been little tiny little things, tiny here, things and here and there, there. And, and most of them like it's been a small part in this a supporting role in this the one i think that has the most acting credits is the one that was the, the guy from Step Up, Ryan Guzman. Oh, I was looking at uh, Riot, uh, Riot Russell is one of the people who had the Wyatt most. Russell? Yeah. Oh, I suppose. And that's, I mean, it's Kurt Russell's kid. He, he's done things, but I don't think they've been, like, seen things. 22 Jump Street. I mean, he was in that. He was the football player. Everybody saw it. No, not everybody. But, but can you, them. but could you identify him from that? Yeah. I mean, I don't like 22 Jump Street, so maybe <laughs> it's more of, I don't like this movie, I don't like you, go away. Okay. But. Okay, so point being, Wyatt Russell, who still isn't really a name, and Ryan Guzman, who's not a name either, are the most worked actors in this movie. They just found such a great group Oh, Tyler Hutchlin, Hochlin, whatever. He hasn't done a lot of work, but he's big with the teen to early 20s group from Teen Wolf. I mean, realistically, these people haven't done a whole lot, and they've managed to find such a great group that worked well together and that actually they seem like the guys that I knew in high school and college. They seem like people who I still know. Well, yes. I I mean, once again, I'm not that... I mean, I'm 24, not that far out of college, not not anything like that. I still know people who have this mindset Mm -hmm. of... Let's 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 go to as many parties as we can. Let's go let's go hook up with as many as many chicks as we can. Whatever that mindset be, whatever your, that high status should be at that school, whether it be football, whether yeah. it be lacrosse, baseball, whatever that may be, it happens all the time. That's I think that's a really relevant part of the story, mm-hmm. and. Uh, not that I was part of that crowd whatsoever, but of course I knew people in that crowd. You probably knew people in that crowd. Oh, yeah. So it's relatable on very many levels. And then, of course, you have the the people who are like, why are we doing this? Oh, it really doesn't matter. It's just uh, college. Or, and they, they, they do ask those questions. And because you're 18, 19, 20, 21, you have your entire life ahead of you to 
you know, work and be boring, for lack of a better word, and they don't want that while they're in college, so they don't have that. My favorite character was uh, the Glenn Powell, the one that Glenn Powell <laughs> played, yeah. uh, Finnegan, just because... He's that guy who's trying to add this philosophical, like, uh, philosophical, this philosophical uh, dilemma debate to every little thing that he does, and this higher meaning for everything he says, and all of the lines that he said. I would just, I, I, I don't know if it was just I was laughing at him or with him. A lot of the times it was both. My only issue with that character is that I feel like Linklater tried a little too hard to make him the McConaughey. Oh, I, I thought he was more of like the Jesse. If you go back to uh, Before Sunrise, I mean, Jesse was the same way. He's but we're having... not talking about Before Sunrise. Oh, you're talking, okay. You're, you're, if we're I, looking at Days yeah. is Confused with this as a spiritual sequel, quote unquote, your words, he would be the McConaughey, the older one that has the quote unquote wisdom. I've only seen that movie once. I didn't like it. So I, honestly, I don't remember much of that movie other than the all right, all right, all right, or whatever. Uh. Yeah, I know. That movie, for some reason, just didn't click with me. Maybe it was because it was high schoolers, and when I watched it, I was out of high school, I was in college, and I'm like, eh, I don't really... It could be. I, that might have been just a little click off in my head that it didn't work, but this movie works for me on so many levels. At the moment, it is my favorite film of the year. It yep. has passed Zootopia. Mm-hmm. I could rewatch this movie again and again and again, and I think that is one of the highest compliments I can give any movie. Is, Absolutely. Uh, rewatchability. I mean, it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. This is a comedy. It's funny. In uh, a whole bunch of other movies we have coming out this year, I mean, you have Keanu coming out, you have Neighbors 2, you have the, the Central Intelligence movie, you have a whole bunch of movies that just don't look like they're going to click for me. Yep. And then you have this one, which I guess, because it's Link Lighter, and I put so much faith in him with coming from Boyhood, School of Rock, the Before series, mm-hmm. um, e- even his remake of Bad News Bears, which has a lot of problems, are all funny films, all well-made films, and yeah. he's... He's just showing such craft, such understanding of characters, and I think it's because he's putting his experience on film, oh, which, which I think is what every director should do if you're trying to tell a slice of life movie. Put mm-hmm. your life on the screen, and exaggerate it if you must for uh, cinematic purposes. Most people, like if I put my life, oh, I'm going to put where I work, which isn't going to be that exciting of a movie. But it'll be relatable. But it would be relatable. So yeah, I, I think I've elaborated on enough about this. Do you have anything to add? Everybody should go see it because everybody's going to want some. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you work on that? Did I just, I, I just, just came kind of, to me. Okay. Uh, I think you should see it. Uh, it's probably not playing by you anymore. If it is, rush out right now to see it. And Otherwise, it should be out on DVD within the next couple of months. And I'm, I'm really hoping that Criterion Collection picks this up. Oh, they probably will a, eventually. Uh, day one buy for me. If not, it's still a day one buy for me to buy it on uh, normal DVD Blu-ray. Uh-huh. So, uh, we are going to be joined with uh, everyone else now. We're going to be joined with Nick, Andy, and Tyler. We're going to be taking a look at the latest A24 film, Green Room. So, here is the right. trailer for Green Room. I can get you guys a solid gig. Matinee tomorrow, doors at one, you guys are on at three. Gentlemen, you're trapped. Things have gone south. It won't end well. You can't keep us here, man. You gotta let us go. We're not keeping you. You're just staying. Shoot who is left. Let him bleed. Get ready to run. Here we go. So we are going to be, we're back. We're going to be reviewing uh, Green Room here with uh, Andy, Tyler, and myself. The latest picture from Studio A24, studio that I keep praising and praising and thinking is going to be the biggest studio ever, hopefully, for good film purposes. Okay. Fair enough. Those are different qualifiers. We're going to overtake 20th Century Fox. Here not, we come. Not just, cra- not just putting out crappy projects to have crappy projects. They're putting out, every movie has a purpose. So you're saying they're like the Next, um, gosh, what was the one that kind of took did Pulp Fiction? It was kind of the big indie. Miramax directed. and then Miramax, Miramax yeah. went bankrupt. So I don't want to. Th- I don't want to yeah. think about that. <laughs> they, they also did Clerks, movies. though. 
and I like clerks. But they also went bankrupt, so... <laughs> he wants so the Almost at MGM. And then to keep their money. Um, I, I actually don't have a plot <laughs> synopsis up for this film, but, yeah, I know I didn't plan ahead. Basically, you have uh, this group of punk rockers getting trapped at a... By Nazis. Well, basically, skinheads, Nazis, yeah, just being trapped there. It's essentially synopsis-wise, we have a group of down their luck, a down their luck band who doesn't have much money, and they get offered a gig to play at a neo-Nazi concert hall. I'm not sure what or what, what they would classify that as, but it's pretty a much, Nazi compound. There's yeah. a there's a residence that they stay at, and then there's the bar slash party area where they're playing, and the events of the movie take place. Okay, so yeah, we have a we have a Nazi compound that they go to play a gig at, and they. Win Witness one of the members of the band witnesses a murder, and they all find themselves trapped in this compound by this neo-Nazi group. Led by Patrick Stewart, who was amazing. And unexpected. Anton Yelchin, guys, come on! The, 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 the <laughs> we were talking on the car ride over about how much I love Anton Yelchin. And, no, okay, but no, pa- Patrick Stewart in this movie was fantastic. I heard things from, like, South by Southwest, I think it was, or Horror Fest, or one, one of the smaller uh, film festivals, how amazing Patrick Stewart was, and I was expecting him to be this cartoonish villain, uh, kind of over the top, and then when I saw the movie, he's just very subtly... Terrifying. T- terrifying, but I, I don't... As the character, the neo-Nazi, like, that's evil. But I don't think that his nature, by what he's trying to do, is evil. He has a situation, he's trying to clean it up. It's the same thing that they're... I mean, you would do the same thing. <laughs> if, <laughs> I, I don't... You would do the same thing, Andy, if Andy you were a neo-Nazi. <laughs> if, if I were a neo-Nazi, I might have done the same thing. Well, just, uh, just in general, like, if you were had like a dead body in your house would you try to hide it and get rid of that situation of the people who saw it or would you say i'm calling the cops and turning myself in for this dead body did i kill him andy can i cancel the sleepover at your house we planned i'm, I'm not the one saying this not it's john. Very comfortable it's, it's, it's I, i'm the one saying it can although john I if i ever have a situation a i'm giving you a call okay fine whatever uh I guess at the end of the day, everyone feels really human, is what I was trying to get to. I, I never agreed. Never thought that anyone did things outside of the character out that they were playing, outside of characters of reason. I thought, I mean, you have the characters there who are terrified and just want to get the hell out. And then you have other characters who are like, I want to stay here and I'm going to try and fight this and get out alive versus just leaving. Which is kind of actually based on the car ride over here, is kind of where we were going with that. Is it, you're going to sacrifice me. I'd let you all die. Yeah, yeah back to the, <laughs> let's all die, yes. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like the characters themselves were a little too dumb at times for a horror movie. Like, the, the movie definitely went against horror conventions, but not in the way of avoiding, you know, dumb characters at times. Now, sadly, I never had a chance to see this movie. However, didn't the director come out and say that, like, he openly admits that his characters were, like, part of, like, a so-called, like, dumb character series? I read something like that. That I, sounds I, right. Yep. Like, yeah. he purposely writes them as dumb characters. I mean, it, it fit. It wasn't like it took me out of the film at all. It worked. Oh, no, definitely. And we'll have to talk, too, about the director uh, and writer, Jeremy. Well, I just had it up. Jeremy Solnitz. Okay, I can't say that last name, so I'm not even going to try. It's Jeremy Solnier. Yes, he is. This is, what, his second movie? Second movie. So yeah. far, after Blue Rune, which he released a few years ago. Two, two, two years two ago, years I think. Ago? Yeah, two 2013. Ago. So. Oh, geez. Wow. So he did Blue Room. Blue Room. And then he did Blue Rune, not okay. Room. Okay. I was like, room. There's, another, there's a letter in there I to make it ruin. I was so confused. I thought this guy had a niche. I mean, he's probably going to do all colors for the rest of his movies. He's so. already stated he's not going to be doing a color uh-huh. movie next. They say that, but... Uh, oh, he yeah. also did Murder Party about 10 years ago, back in 2007, so... Was that a movie or a short film? Mm, it's an hour and 20 minutes slasher cult film. So. No, that was just a dinner party he had yeah. at his house. <laughs> they just put the camera up and filmed. Well, all of his movies do have to do with death and murder in some way, so I don't want to know what he does in his personal life. Murder sells, John. That's some it's some. Brutal murder. It's yeah, some, man. Some nice it was, uh, off-camera murder. This is some real... Yeah, <laughs> man. Those, murder. Those, those dogs were scary, but I kind of wanted one because they were cute when they weren't ripping people's throats out. I was terrified. Like, cute, I, scary. I was, I was terrified. <laughs> oh, come on. The end when that dog went and laid... <laughs> that, that, is that, a great, that is a great shot. That is a great way to end the film. Uh, I damn near cried. <laughs> no, I would never go that far. But I... Dogs get me, John. Yeah. And, I, and I'm the person who's that mean guy who never cried at Marley and me. So, 
Do you um, have a soul? You're no. heartless. I, I've, I've been accused of this many times. But I, I mean, Although I didn't cry at Marley and me either. Are you going to ask him if he has a soul? Well, I know he doesn't have a soul, so I don't need to <laughs> yeah, ask. Yeah, no, I sold mine. <laughs> Acting, everything in this movie I think was fantastic. I Totally agree. I felt my skin crawling at the movie. Um, and I was so happy I'm not seeing the movie like tonight and having to go out to a movie theater to an empty parking lot to a dark car. I'm glad and I didn't watch it before coming here on the drive over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I did see it earlier today, actually. So uh, I, I can't think of anything bad about the movie to say. I mean, it's, it's incredibly simplistic. The cinematography was beautiful. Oh, yes. It was not often used because of the location, but it was a very gorgeous the movie. The very to look first at. scene, it was beautiful with the coast on one side and the forest on the other. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with the cinematography. It's just you can't do much with that one location movie. I mean, exactly. I, I, I feel like a sense for every place that they're at, uh, and like a sense for the whole compound until maybe the very last ten minutes where they're in the woods walking. It won't win awards for the cinematography, but it was good. No, it's not going to win any awards. If anything, it's going to be like Roger Deakins' next movie. Hopefully, wins an Oscar. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like with this movie, you get what is essentially a pretty basic horror premise, but the director is so talented that he's able to do a lot more with it in terms of his cinematography outside of it and all the acting. Like, everything is incredibly well done, even in spite of the fact that it has a, a kind of basic story in a way. Like, you could imagine seeing this plot synopsis and just getting a kind of garbage B horror movie out of it. Any 1980s horror movie, basically, is what you're saying. Essentially. And, and, and this is much better than that. I would never oh, yeah. try to compare this to any of those films uh, other than maybe Halloween, which I think is better. But... Uh, <laughs> Does anyone else think that the the film maybe doesn't quite know what to do with its ideas near the end? Like, there's a, there's, there's a speech by Anton Yelkin midway through that I felt like was supposed to be this really... You want to talk about the content of the speech, but it was supposed to be this really important speech that kind of summed up his, 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 thing, his right? plight and his in his yeah, characters, no, 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 no. but it didn't hit. So I feel like they were trying to go for the emotional punch, and they didn't know how to land it necessarily. I think that part fell flat. I wasn't. I mean, I, I like the speech, and I like where they go afterwards. There's just I, I wanted to see that conversation between the characters who are there at the end. I, th I think that falls flat, but then the the punchline at the end of the film I think makes up for it. Yeah, so, I enjoyed oh, that yeah. thoroughly. I'm going I'm to look up some of the other actors because some of the supporting actors in this were so bizarrely casted because they're mostly comedic actors. I don't know, man. The guy who played Worm made my screen, my made my skin crawl. Which one was Worm? He this, was the he was guy. the stabber. <laughs> There's a lot of stabbing. You have <laughs> the, to one, <laughs> the initial stabber, the first one, the one that kicked it all off. One of the characters, Imogen Poots. I love who Imogen Poots. Who was in like 28 Weeks Later in V for Vendetta. Did not recognize her at all. Oh. But there was there was one and. Uh, Alia Sh Sh Shawkat from Arrested Development. You know, she's not in a whole lot. Oh, it, it, no, I recognize her. She's been she's been doing a lot of these really independent movie things lately, which some of them are terrible. This one, of course, is great, but she's done some very bad projects lately. Oh, yeah, I just remember this one. Okay, so Eric Edelstein, he was the... I think we can spoil this. He was like the the security manager who got eaten in Jurassic World. <laughs> and I was trying to hide behind the car. He was actually a pretty major character in this movie, and I I, at first, couldn't really take him seriously, but, you know, he did a good job with what he did. Okay. He also did Drunk History, which is also a very, very... We're going to do our ratings for the film. Uh, I give it a see it. I think everyone should go out to see this movie. It is extremely violent, so... Very gory. You have problems... Bring your kids. you got to hide your kids, and you got to hide your wife. <laughs> no, no, you, bring them. If you have problems <laughs> with horror movies uh, that are incredibly gory, and the chills are just there... And about Nazis. Don't see it, but if you you can handle a great movie that's well made, well acted, uh, that is terrifying and will make you a little bit unsettled afterwards. Definitely go out and see this film. It's 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 also like in spite of it, it feels like a long movie, but it's really short. It's like an hour and twenty minutes, so it's a quick watch too. But see it, definitely see it. Faux show. Bring your kids. Any hate mail can be sent to filmologyshow at gmail.com. I will forward that to Andy, and he will... Uh, I will respond 
And you're going to traumatize so many children. <laughs> I can't right. help it. I'm a troll. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we're going to be moving on to our top fives. We're going to play here the little buffer that I got, and then we will be heading into our top fives for the show. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. We are back now with our top five most anticipated movies of summer 2016. Guys, I know we talked about the car ride here. I'm extremely excited. Nick's excited. And I think everyone else is just kind of... Blah. Eh. But uh, I'm going to start off uh, really quick uh, for my list. I went uh, from May until uh, August. I said not to go to September. May to August, and I included next week, even though for some reason you guys, so other people did not, for shame. I'm going to change my list real quick. Change your list real quick. <laughs> You've got a minute or two. All right, I'm going to start with my number five. Uh, my number five is Jason Bourne. I know some other people have it on their list here. Not, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but uh, I just watched the uh, Bourne Ultimatum last night. Um, love the film. It's a great action movie, great thriller. Incredibly excited to see where this character can go, and hopefully there's some great action scenes along the way. Matt Damon. Never seen a Bourne movie all the way through. You have to see the Bourne trilogy. It's you, fantastic. It's pretty good. You need it's to good. watch fantastic. the first three. You can don't don't watch the ones like Jeremy Renner. Skip the okay. Jeremy Renner one. Yeah. I started my list. Uh, for me, I feel like summer films are when school is done for me. That's just how I feel summer as, like summer vacation. So I didn't include anything from the next two weeks, which would be Captain America and then... Uh, Neighbors 2, which probably would be on my list if I wasn't including those. However, my number five would be Sausage Party, um, <laughs> the adult uh, animated movie oh, yeah. about the food who realizes <laughs> that uh, when they get taken from the store, it's not them going to heaven. It's them going into the bellies of people. Um, and it has every star under the book. Um, voicing it, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Kristen Wiig, Michael Sarah, Paul Rudd, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, I just think this movie looks absolutely hilarious. I can't wait for it. It's going to be so crude, so rude, but just good humor as well, I think. Um, and it's just an interesting concept that I hasn't been done before. So I'm really Veggie excited. Tales. Well, <laughs> <laughs> different message. Quite a bit different. Concept. <laughs> just a little bit different. You know, honestly, I can't wait for all the news stories of all the really stupid parents that take their kids to see this movie just because it's animated. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. But just like Ted. And mm -hmm. Deadpool. There was a ton of people mad about Deadpool. Well, I, I think, that kid, was their I think fault. kids knew Deadpool was rated R and they still got their parents to bring them in. But Mr. Ticket salesman what do you mean it's rated r it's a superhero movie. Uh, okay. I, I, quick <laughs> thing about Sausage Party. I think the animation style looks like something that came out of the 1990s. I think they needed to up their game on it a little bit from what I've seen in stills. I haven't seen a trailer. I don't watch the trailers. Maybe this movie will blow me away. I love This is the End. The interview, I was a little mixed on. But, uh, I mean, the premise is great. So hopefully I'm blown away with You'll it. You'll be but, wrong. Well, I, I'm wrong a lot of the time. So hopefully this is one of those cases. <laughs> Deadpool. I love being able to dramatically whisper yes. into these mics. All right, my, my, my number five, you know, this may have been out there before. It may have been up higher, but I give it to X-Men Apocalypse because although I've very much enjoyed the X-Men series, I've always been nervous about Brian Singer coming back to direct all future films because he kind of dropped the ball. And then they got it back up with X-Men First Class. And the last one, Days of Future Past, was good. But I don't know if he can sustain it again. So I have I have my reservations about it. But I am hoping it will still be good. Yeah. What did he drop the ball on? I like X-Men 3. But he didn't direct that. I thought he directed X-Men 3. Brett Ratner directed X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, well he, then. He directed Superman, Superman Returns, which I know I'm, oh. yeah, I'm the minority <laughs> of saying that's a good movie. All right, Brian Singer, I will forgive you then and try to put more faith in you. Good news. Tyler will forgive you for something you didn't do. <laughs> he needs my forgiveness. I'm sure he's waiting by the phone. <laughs> this is why he doesn't sleep at night. 
Um, my number five is actually Jason Bourne as well. I, I mean, I, I like the Jason Bourne movies. They're they're okay. They're good action movies, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go see it on a on like a Tuesday when it's five dollars. <laughs> yeah, number five, but it really kind of. I was not excited for this summer at all, except for my number one. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I kind of agree with you. I was looking through the list again of all the things that are coming out, and there weren't that many that were like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait!" It was like, "Oh yeah, that's coming too." Okay, we'll see that too. Um, so yeah, I, yeah know, that's what I was at too. Could uh, we almost say that this summer is prematurely climaxing with Captain America? <laughs> Yes. Okay, you guys are a bunch of haters, okay? There's tons of good movies coming out. (laughs) I'm going to see so many movies, like, you're going to get annoyed with me about how much I'm going to be posting. I'll see them. But are you going to be willing to go see them again after? Because there's a lot of them that I'm not foreseeing. Yes, I mean, you have Captain America that's coming out next week. You have Suicide Squad that's coming out at the end of the summer. Let's see here. We'll get to those on the list. John, shut your face. Megan, the better half. Yes, uh, my number five is um, it's kind of a gamble, but um, I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with Warcraft. I never played um, World of Warcraft, but I've seen a lot of the production stuff from it, and it looks like it's going to be really cool. CGI looks good. Right. It looks really cool. And regardless of, you know, whether or not it's going to be fantastic, it's something that we haven't seen in a while. It's not our standard Marvel DC or animated Disney, so... I don't know. I'm intrigued. And David Bowie's son is directing, so... Duncan yeah. Jones, I Duncan believe? Jones from yeah, Source Code and... Uh, Moon. Moon. Source Code was very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't mm-hmm. seen Moon. So good. It's uh, Sam Rockwell. It's Kevin Spacey. Oh. Moon is a talented family. It's in the jeans. Mm-hmm. Now you may talk. Now I may talk. Okay. You on. have number our four, permission. We should give him a only. cart when he can talk. <laughs> like, only your number four, not numbers 25 through six. <laughs> We'll get to those later. Uh, my, my number four, uh, The Nice Guys. Uh, I'm really excited for this movie. I loved Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, directed by, well, I'm a, I just blanked on his name, and I had, uh, Shane Black, oh, right? Shane, Shane Black, yeah. Shane. Iron Man 3, too. Uh, well. We don't talk about Iron Man 3. I love that movie. <sighs> Iron Man 3 was good. It was number two that sucked. Yes. Um, a different topic for a different day. We might even number talk about number two was trash. <laughs> number <laughs> two, okay, we're, we're, we're talking about now apparently. Number <laughs> two, number two has that great race car sequence with the uh, Iron Man case uh, suitcase armor. That was That's the only good scene. What, what, the parrot was cool. Nick. The no. parrot was my favorite part. The what? The, the parrot. The, bird. the parrot. His bird. Oh yeah, the bird. I forgot about the bird. <laughs> that was a sweet bird. <laughs> Very pivotal. Like bird. What good is there in Iron Man three other that than is saying? Nice bird. I anyway, like that bird. No, okay, fine. Whatever. No, let, let him let him keep going. Yeah, go, 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 go. We are kind I, of on a time limit here. We don't need him to keep going. Iron Man three. There is, like, there's a suit. Anybody can wear that suit now. It doesn't make Tony special. But then no, he programmed it for, for Pepper. It's not for anyone. And Rhodey. And, and Rhodey. Right. But he, he doesn't have... But it's not just for he, anybody. He could have had that arc, the, the, the stuff removed from his heart anytime. He, for some reason, chooses to do it now. And his last line of the film should have been, I am Tony Stark, not I am Iron Man. That is a big character difference in that movie. Are you trying to say that Tony Stark is not special? I'm 100% saying that Tony Stark is no longer special with the end of Iron Man 3. All right. But the difference between Tony Stark and everybody else wearing his armor is Tony Stark made the, the armor. <laughs> I know what you were going to do there. You were going to choose to be a superhero. <laughs> Good self-censorship, though. I know. We did have to the buzzer for you. All right. Oh, fine. My, my, uh, number four, the nice guys. I loved Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, Ryan Gosling. I, I, I'm really hit and miss with him lately, but uh, I'm, I want to be excited. Russell Crowe, I most of the time like a lot. Uh, <laughs> Looks like a great comedy. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know if you're laughing at me or what you're no. laughing at. So um, I'm very excited for the nice guys. I'm a number four. Um, add on that too. Trying to watch the latest trailer. The latest tra- trailer they released pretty much gives away the whole plot of the movie. So basically, never watch trailers is what you. Well, never watch trailers, especially don't watch trailer number two or number three or whatever that trailer the they just released. Squad was. Trailers are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they will probably be better than the movie. Number four for me would be Star Trek Beyond. Uh, I'm a big Trekkie. The last one, or basically the last two, uh, have been very good. I love this new reinvigorated series. Uh, I think the cast has an excellent dynamic. 
And uh, Star Trek Into Darkness is basically my top 10 favorite movies of all time, possibly top five. Um, I love that movie, so I'm very excited to see what they're doing with this movie. It looks a little bit more funky, a lot more different creatures um, in this movie. But I mean, that's what the old fashioned Star Trek series is all about, um, going into the beyond. Um, So I think it's a fitting title and it comes out, I believe, July 23rd, which is right around my birthday. So excited to see it. It's also the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. So another reason to be super pumped if you're a Trekkie. Woot, woot. May the series live long and prosper. Do you think it will surpass the previous two or do you think it's going to be a little bit below the last two since it's not Abrams? I don't know if it can. Yeah, no, I don't think it'll be as good as the Abrams movies, but I still expect it to be good. I mean, so. he, he still has his hand in it. He was working on the film. He does, yeah, when, but not as much. Okay, nah. I, 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 it should be good. It's All right, Tyler, your number four. My number four is Suicide Squad. I put this one above. Like, even though I think X Men will probably be a better movie, I'm more interested to see what Suicide Squad will do. And, you know, I kind of want to have a good DC movie, you know. Because <laughs> we haven't had one. And since Dark Knight Rises. But, you know, I, I, I have hopes for it. I definitely want to live up to the trailers. But, you know, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be fun. What if it does? Then we can put it up there with all the other good superhero movies. I'd be so happy. Maybe Marvel will just buy the, the properties <laughs> to it and take it in. <laughs> We're going to buy your most popular <laughs> villains from the DC. Is that cool? Maybe, maybe that's how, you know, the DC movies will end is they're just going to part out all their characters <laughs> to various studios. But uh, yeah, my number four is Suicide Squad. My number four is probably going to face ridicule, but I have a reason for it. It's Independence Day. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not very, very excited for the movie, but my former boss... Uh, is going to be an extra. She is Moon Technician number three. Ooh. Which, so, which boss are we talking about here? Somebody that I know of? or Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, that, that's that's kind of the only reason I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I'm just uh, going to look for her. Jeff Goldblum. Don't forget about Jeff Goldblum. Will Smith's son. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Is no. he in it? No, not, not Jaden Not Jaden. Oh, ooh, thank yeah. God, no. If Jaden was in it, I'd be like, sorry. No, but I'm not going. <laughs> you just lost just my mind. dropped from my list immediately. <laughs> All right, Megan, your number four. Oh, my number four is X-Men Apocalypse. Um, I mean, not much more than what was said already, but I do like that they are bringing in the younger characters so that we can potentially move on to new things and venture past our standard group of X-Men that we've Hugh seen Jackman. for six movies now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting a little sick of being Hugh Wolverine. Jackman. He's still going to be in the movie. He only cut Jackman. so many things through his career. You can only be ageless for so long before you are 20 years older and noticeable. Yeah, he'll just hear Unless you're it. George Clooney. <laughs> and then you go from true. 25 to 50 and then stay 50 forever. It's true. <laughs> However, Hugh Jackman hasn't quite stopped that aging yet. So nah, we'll man. see what he's, happens. A few more years. Forever. Yeah. Forever. John, your number three. My number three is Suicide Squad. Um, I started reading those comics when the New 52 started. Loved reading them. Just a lot of fun action, throwaway action, nothing like consequential, nothing that I had to think deeply about, but still... That's why it's great. That's, that, that, that is actually why this is great. But I'm, he hates Deadpool. Yes. Very much. Uh, I, and he doesn't sorry, John, continue. Grasp. He doesn't grasp that... Harley Quinn and Deadpool are essentially the same character, just in different universes. Harley Quinn's hotter. Well, there you go. (laughs) To you. (laughs) Okay, John, continue. Sorry. Uh, I actually did watch the the trailers for this film. I love that second trailer. It looks fantastic. I'm not sold on Jared Leto as the Joker yet, but everything else, I... They weren't sold on Heath Ledger. He's just so damaged. He won an Oscar. My my problem with that is I can at least see... Yes, <laughs> I can see we Heath Ledger like, right now. When you when I saw a picture of him, I'm like, that looks like the Joker. But when I see Jared Leto, I don't see Joker. I just see an idiot trying to be the Joker. Don't if don't worry, makes. don't worry, Jonathan. It, the, his portrayal won't kill you. It's just gonna hurt you real bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. 
I, th- I think they're going for like a really like punk style for the whole movie though, and that's well, each why. Joker yeah. seems to have a different take. Like so, she well, there's um, mm-hmm. there's a theory that the Joker just has super sanity, where he just like chooses his personality and um, mental and personality disorders on any given day. Well, so, I, which I, I like, but yeah. I I, I don't perfectly fits everything that's happened since 1989. I hate his tattoos. It, so do I. <laughs> it, it does. It looks like he looks like an idiot. So uh, I want. Uh, I'm kind of messed up. So if you could put like damaged on my forehead, so people know that I'm like <laughs> messed up and stuff. It's hitting the nail on, on the head. And, like, it looks just and like I like to laugh. So like, could you put like ha ha ha, ha like lots of ha ha ha's on my arm? And like, I'm kind of scary. So like, could you put a skull in it? But I'm like, I'm like a clown. So put like a, a jester's hat on him. <laughs> All right. Yeah, bro, I got that. How long have you been looking at the tattoos on Jared Leto? <laughs> I look at Jared Leto's tattoos all day. All he right. just carries it Creepy, around. I'm going to move on. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of switching up a little bit. Um, since my two and three have been taken, um, which were Suicide Squad and Independence Day, uh, I'm going to go to some honorable mentions, which also could have easily been in my top five. Um, I'm going to go with The Free State of Jones, uh, the new Matthew McConaughey Civil War movie. I'm excited for this movie. The initial trailer looks really good. Matthew McConaughey is a god. Amazing. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> And uh, there hasn't really been a Civil War movie too recently. Um, I can't really recall any off the top of my head. All I can think of is The Patriot. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. That's, what? The, no, that's, that's not the American it. Revolution. Wow. Not the right wow. war. I can't even uh, think of a Civil War movie Everyone, right just so you all know, so all of our listeners know, Tyler is a history teacher. <laughs> I saw The Patriot once. It was years ago. the future of America. <laughs> <laughs> this man will be teaching your kids. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm super excited for that movie. Um, I love a good war movie, and I love a good Matthew McConaughey movie. So, Tyler, you're number three. My number three. So, in light of watching some trailers within the last month, a lot of indie films popped up that bumped off a lot of the bigger names. But uh, number three, I have Swiss Army Man. It has uh, Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. I don't know much about the director, but it looks super interesting. Essentially it's just the corpse of Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano uses him as a tool to survive on an island. And it looks so weird but so amazing. It looks it looks so good and I'm just so excited for that movie. So it, you know, knocked off all the blockbuster dribble that I expected for this summer. I am uh, my number three is the nice guys. Um I love Brad I love uh I love Russell Crowe. He is Gosling. He's actually not as you, a, I like Russell Crowe more you. than Ryan Gosling because of solely because of uh, the Gladiator. Yes, <laughs> best Try. movie ever made. Whoa, Nick, slow your On roll. On my list, okay. Yeah, we already had this talk. I don't want to go back to it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it just looks humorous. Um, the trailer did give a lot away, but I'm still looking forward to seeing it. Just because I mean, the trailer gave away most of the major plot points, I think. But I'd like to see how they got to those plot points because it was kind of all over the place. It's all about right. the journey, not the destination. Just exactly. Exactly. I don't follow that logic, but yeah. Well, so sometimes the journey's better if you don't already know the destination, though. I don't watch trailers. I don't follow <laughs> the logic. Go ahead, Megan. Are, are we done now? Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I think Frodo and Sam would agree that the journey is better <laughs> than the destination. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Megan. Go ahead. It's all right. Um, my number three, I'll kind of follow this trend of our not big blockbusters for this one, um, is Me Before Please, You. I'll take anything. Well, this is new care and companionship for disabled. Do you have any experience of caregiving? Um, I've never done it, but I'm sure I could learn. Then let's go meet Will. Will, this is Louisa Clark. Nathan will talk you through Will's routines and equipment. You don't have to talk across me, Mother. My brain isn't paralyzed. Yet. Uh, Sam Claflin and Amelia Clark would look absolutely amazing in the trailer for this. I've not seen, or I've not read the book, but the movie looks like it's actually going to be really good. Um, and kind of, again, that swerve off from all of the big blockbuster blow things up kind of movies that, you know, most of the rest of our summer is. John, your number two. Uh, my number two, I, I can't really say it's an independent movie. It's uh, a movie done by the Weinstein Company, so it's not like they don't have deep pockets. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my number two is The Found I know what you're thinking. How the heck does a 52-year-old, over-the-hill, milkshake machine salesman build a fast-food empire with 1,600 restaurants at an annual revenue of $700 million? One word. Persistence. 
Prince Castle. Oh, it's going to be starring Michael Keaton. I can already tell that he'll be nominated for an Oscar for that. Well, I'm hoping he, like, he deserves to win. He should have won Birdman. Yes. A hundred percent agree. But I, uh, I'm, I'm still pissed about that. Language. Oh, that's I'm the, still I, ticked off about that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I, I'm really excited for this movie. I love a good drama. Uh, there's going to be a lot of drama in this movie, a lot of backstabbing going on, kind of like, uh, but, yeah, I just wish Aaron Sorkin would have written the movie and then I would have been totally sold. But it's coming from the director of The Wrestler, which I actually, uh, not the director, the uh, writer of The Wrestler, and I still haven't seen that movie. But yeah, I'm really excited for the founder. I. I could just flop miserably. I'm just judging it based off of a two-sentence plot and the cast. My number two is going to be pop star, never stop, never stopping. <laughs> the greatest title of any movie ever. That's it's my the, favorite thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, it's the Lonely Island movie, which is the greatest YouTube channel ever, probably. These guys are hilarious. I, I love this group. They made Hot Rod. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, please do that. Do yourself a favor and see <laughs> Oh, that. yes. Oh, yes. Um, but this movie just looks totally crazy and insane and hilarious, and I just I just can't wait for it. And I've, they've been rumoring a movie for a long time, and it's finally coming out, so I'm super pumped about it. All right. I'll have to check out Tyler. Tyler, your number two. My, my number two almost shouldn't count because I think it got released independently like at least a year ago, but my number two is The Lobster. <laughs> I'd want to see The Lobster for quite a while, and then when I saw the most recent trailer before Green Room, I got so excited for this movie. We were both giggling like school children. Oh, gosh. I, I cannot wait to see this movie. It just looks so interesting, so weird and quirky, and also probably heartbreaking by the looks of it. So, yeah, I cannot wait for The Lobster. My number I two. Thought of, here, oh, oh, ahead, I thought about watching the movie online and being I naughty. I almost did, too. Because... And being trash like Connor? Because, yeah. well, no, I I wasn't going to download it. I was just going to watch it. <laughs> watch. Big difference. I wasn't going to But remember that, John. So I, I didn't know that they were actually going to re-release it because it was independently released, and it's been online for quite a while now. And I really wanted to watch it, so I thought about it. But then I, thankfully... I was just scrolling through IMDb um, future releases, and, it, and it's going to come out this summer. So that made me super happy that I didn't actually watch a really crappy version online. Just want to say, A24 is not the uh, the company that made the movie, but they are distributing it. So once again, A24 for the win. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, for nothing but good things. Would it open at Cannes, I think. Was it Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this. I accidentally saw a little bit of the trailer. I walked in uh, to green room. We're gonna move on to who are we at here? My number Andy, two. Number two is Finding Dory. I don't think I have to say much about it. Uh, it's the sequel to Finding Nemo. That's the only reason. What's Finding Nemo? You've been living under a rock since you were don't, a child. Don't be surprised when Tyler's not on the next podcast. <laughs> You'll find him at P-Shirt. P <laughs> 42 Wallaby yes. Way in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> yes, you'll find him there. <laughs> we, can we just say that it's probably not going to surpass Utopia? Oh, no, no. Wait, no probably. Not even no. a little bit, but I'm still excited because it's another Finding Nemo movie. All right, okay. Megan, you're right. number two. Uh, my number two, I will actually be seeing in under 48 hours. I will uh, Captain America, Civil Marvel hasn't screwed up yet. So, you know, they managed to make Ant-Man watchable cool. and, and amazing. So, yeah, they haven't done anything wrong. So I, think I don't expect anything Paul Rudd had yet. a lot to do with Ant-Man. Well, I understand that, but th Marvel, again, cast no, for sure. Paul Rudd. For sure. So, you know, they dropped they, Edgar Wright. Yes, but it worked out okay without Edgar Wright. The chances of it being bad are, you know, significantly lower than anything else that we're going to be seeing and So, yes. You know, I'm excited. My number one is Captain America Civil War. I have <laughs> not had a day that's gone by where I have not talked about this movie since. Maybe it's your fault then that I'm excited. Oh, okay. Just, just so everybody knows, by the time we review this, uh, the movie next Monday, I will have read the entire Civil War series, all of the spinoffs, crossovers, the whole. Oh, like, wow. The whole I, I've done the whole series, but I haven't done all the spinoffs and crossovers. Uh, well, I, I bought this I really think he's cool. a little more ambitious than Zach. Actually, going to happen. I tip oh, no, my hat no, 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 to you, Especially sir. considering how much time he is planning on spending in the theater this weekend <laughs> instead of at oh, home where yeah. he can read. I've already read a lot of it. Uh, the Marvel <laughs> Unlimited app, for those of you who do not have it, is one of the greatest things that Marvel has come out with in the comic community. Uh, definitely 
uh, look into that. Uh, Captain America, Civil War, gonna be awesome. Team Cap all the way. Oh, uh, team Iron Man, dude. Fascist. Team Iron Man. I'm kind of surprised that you're not going with Iron Man just because of Spider Man. No, but Tony Stark's not special, so yeah, can't be Team <laughs> well, Iron Man. That's true. <laughs> Nick, your number one. <laughs> Uh, my number one has already been said, but I'm not changing it to an honorable mention because I'm so excited. Jason Bourne. I know who I am. When we have finished with you, you'll no longer be yourself. I remember. I remember everything. Remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything. Tell me. This has been one of my favorite trilogies ever made. It's one of the few like shaky cam movies um, for like the action scenes. It actually looks good. Um, it's extremely well done, extremely well acted, directed. Cinematography is great. All of them are very, very solid films. And then the Jeremy Renner movie, Born Legacy, just left a bad aftertaste in the Born series. Um, so I'm excited for them to fix their mistake. Um, and they, you know, bringing Matt Damon back, obviously, Julia Stiles. Matt They're Damon. also bringing uh, Alicia Vikander, who is very quickly becoming one of my favorite actresses. And then also uh, Tommy Lee Jones, um, which should be a good addition to the franchise. Um, so I'm just extremely excited to see where this series goes and possibly the crossover between this series and uh, the Jeremy Renner born. Um, I heard that they might... Um, leave it kind of open-ended um, so that they could do a cross between the two, which I'm not sure if I'm in favor for, but I'd be curious to see yeah, how cool they would fight. do it. Let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's definitely my number one. I'm going to be more excited for it. It's finally coming out. Tyler, your number one. All right, guys, I don't like sharing that much. Why don't you share with Jonathan? <laughs> my number one is also Captain America Civil War. Nice job. We try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. I have tried to find holes with Marvel, and they don't have, you know, all perfect movies, but like with Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant-Man kind of coming out of nowhere and being so spectacular, I, I really cannot wait to see Captain America Civil War. It's it's weird when something is so perfect like the Marvel Universe is right now, <laughs> but I guess I should just accept it and go with the flow. And yeah, Team Iron Man. And just because that movie wasn't on my list does not Nick describe and I, how excited I am. I just didn't include it because I don't feel it's a summer movie quite yet. Since I'm still in school, I However, started my list in June because yeah, I, I don't know. Why. June feels After more like summer. Day. Yeah. yeah, June yeah. feels more like summer. June to the end of August. Where, where would it have been on your list then? It would have been number one. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, yeah. Did, no, mine would have been number two. Okay, it would have been number one. Uh, I mean, it's can, can you even call it a Captain America movie? I mean, yes, it is, but <laughs> it's basically I, I, I think, Avengers two point five. He's getting less important every no, movie. No, no. He's in with well, his how could he remain all. important? <laughs> There's a literal. God, yeah. there's like Have two of them. I think we need to talk about a table that conversation for next week. I think yeah. it's gonna be important. Agreed, we agreed. Yes. Uh, where are we at? My number one is uh, Suicide Squad. Deadshot uh, shoots people, he's a crocodile, and he eats people, burns people. You're possessed by a witch, and she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry, the voices. I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad. Whoa. Do something that'll get you killed. Let's go save the world. I... Have, be good, Tyler. Shut I've up. been manipulated by the trailers. I'm on Tyler's side. For I this know. One. I know for a fact it's Gaffa. not going to be as good as the trailers. Gaffa. But the list is excited, not what you think is going to be good. And I'm really excited for Suicide Squad. I'm and more excited <laughs> now that they've kind of reshot some stuff. Yeah, and spent definitely. more money after seeing the huge flop and disappointment. That I, I mean, Batman was. I'm uh, I'm both excited and worried for Jared Leto. Um, 
I have faith in his ability as an actor, but his character just looks so on the nose. And I'm, where I'm afraid with that is when they did the reshoots, I feel like they're going to try and make him be more funny than he has to be because everybody was so ticked with how serious Batman and Superman yeah. were. That I feel like that's where they're going to put a lot of their humor is onto Jared Leto's character. I think Harley Quinn. I could see that too. Because I mean, even just in the trailers, she's both. had a lot of funny moves. Yeah. F- a lot of funny moments. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like her funny was already there. I think yeah, they're going to try too agreed. hard to put it into the oh, okay. Joker. I gotcha. So, Probably. Yeah. Megan, your number one. Oh, my number one is uh, The Conjuring 2, actually. Yes. Um, I'm super excited because... You was, and you I'm were pumped. judging me for Suicide Squad. Yes, I was. The Conjuring <laughs> yes, is a great movie. I love The Conjuring. James Wan has such a good grasp on horror and suspense that I... Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And Patrick Wilson's back and he's just utterly ter- creepy just all on his own all the time. It is basically a remake of The Exorcist. It is I'm okay with that. <sighs> That's fine. The Conjuring was one of the best horror movies in the last decade. Nobody ever, nobody ever said it wasn't. Right. ever made. So <laughs> well, yes. It's like saying Disturbia is a great movie because it copied Rear Window. It no, that's not the that, same. That is totally not the same. Say? <laughs> Disturbia is not that great of a movie. I love Disturbia is not that bad. D- I'm going to come to the defense of Child Love here. That's because he is the greatest. <laughs> he's a modern day angel fallen from heaven. Okay, uh, you guys better watch it. He's an actual cannibal. Yeah. Actual cannibal. He's totally coming for all of us. <laughs> all right. Um, honorable mentions, really quick for me. I had the Free State of Jones, Me Before You, Hunt for the Wilder People, which Tyler, I'm kind of surprised didn't make your list. Which one? A Hunt for the Wild Wilder People. It's done by the guys who did What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, so I did not the, even know about really that. Quick. Now I feel bad. Um, equals the BFG. The Space Between Us and The Lobster. Nick, honorable mentions. Um, we've said quite a few of mine, but the ones that haven't been said are um, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. You are in love with Zac Efron. Zac Efron's <laughs> the man. Dude, he's really and He is. He's, he is. Yeah, he's and then it also actor. has uh, Aubrey Plaza and... Um, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, yes. I do um, love Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. I was well, so sad when she got married. Um, so <laughs> those are on my list. I totally had with, a chance. Um, I'm pretty sure you just broke John's heart. Uh, we, we never said uh, The Secret Life of Pets. I think that's going to be a really yes. good animated movie. I think that that looks really funny. That looked so um, bad from its teaser trailer, though. That second trailer made it look a lot better. And then we got The Legend of Tarzan coming out this summer. Um, <laughs> oh, I I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to see how it is. I mean, it has a talented cast, so I'm curious to see how it's going to turn out. And then the last one, which I also know it, is going to so get some flack, is uh, The Purge election year. No, um, um, might be good. I'm excited for it. I, I actually like The Purge. Uh, series, so I'm I'm excited for that. Everything on my list has already been mentioned. I guess just to reiterate, I'm actually really excited to see what how Warcraft turns out. If Warcraft turns out to actually be really good, that'll be a really good thing for video game movies, and we might be able to get more good video game movies in the future. There should be a Dark Souls movie. <laughs> Too much dying. It'll be 28 hours of death. <laughs> I have no clue what you're, t- you're talking about, but okay, moving on. Peasant. Um, I, I mean, all mine were said. I'm good over here. I'm good. I don't have anything else to add, so. All right. Uh, any feedback you guys have can sent, be sent to filmologyshow at gmail.com. Nick, the Average Man Review, that's theaveragemanreview.com, or is it uh, blogspot.com? What is it for yours? Uh, just Facebook it, the Average Man Review. You can do that, or I also have it on uh, WordPress as WordPress. well, the Average Man Review. So check that out. Uh, if you bring your kids to the green room, uh, make sure you put my name in your uh, in your emails to John. Please, so please I do. Can I don't respond. want any angry responses. I already get enough hate mail saying I'm an uh, anti-DC fan. For all of those you are. of you who are going to do that, it is Andy who is recommending you take your children yep. to see the green room. Andy, Andy, the, young, Andy. the younger the better. <laughs> the four-year-olds are the, they the, must key learn. To heart, the key demographic there. Just, exactly, yes. Just for that arm scene. Just for that arm scene. No man, that's for the that that's for the two year olds. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Next week's show, we're going to be reviewing, of course, Captain America: Civil War. Uh, we're going to be talking about Keanu because I know everyone else was Woo! excited for that movie here. Keen Peel, cutest cat ever. And hopefully, actually, CGI'd cat. A dog was the actor. Yep. That makes sense because dogs are better than cats in every way. Uh, <laughs> Keegan, uh, Keegan Michael Peel. 
Key is, and Michael Key. Or um, Jordan Peele, Key and Michael Key. Yeah, the second one. He is deathly <laughs> allergic to cats, so they had to use a dog. Little huh. fun facts. All anyway, the time or just some of the time? All of the time. Oh, He's and the, the similarities between um, that and John Wick were an accident. They named the cat Keanu just by coincidence. All right, and hopefully Megan and I will be re- reviewing Sing Street, which I'm more excited for than Keanu. I'm, I'm going to yeah. try to get to that as well if I can. All right, guys, so that is going to be it for this week's show. Any questions, comments, and concerns, email them, Facebook them. Facebook page is up. Website will be up uh, hopefully by the time Captain America Civil War is up. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and have a great week. Bye. Goodbye.